Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Give or Take podcast. Uh, my name is Ashan Usmani. I'm going to be substituting for Afif today. And basically, I'm with um, Yusra and Amar, and we're going to be talking about contentment in Islam and how to achieve it. So how are you guys doing? What's going on? Um, I'm doing good, alhamdulillah. Yusra. Um, I haven't been on this podcast too much. Probably heard from me once or twice, but yeah, I'm glad to be back. Okay. Welcome, everybody. I'm Amar. Um, last podcast I was on, I was with Yusra as well. I forgot which one that was, but mm-hmm. a while ago. Yeah, so hopefully you guys are doing well, especially what happened last week and oh yeah, little snowstorm and everything. <laughs> that was kind of messed up, but anyways, everything. Alhamdulillah. Hopefully you guys are doing well with that whole thing. So, um, just to um, give a, a synopsis of what we're gonna talk about, um, we're just gonna kind of talk about contentment of Islam, how we feel about it, and how we feel of, or how how we think we should achieve it. Um, and we're just gonna kind of talk about the process of dealing um, with like depression and things like that and kind of reaching to that overlying contentment that may be hard to find in this day and age. Mm -hmm. So um, let's start off. Um, So what do you guys think? Um, How would you define contentment in your own words and how do you see it? I think in my opinion, contentment is basically, well, again, it's just my opinion. It's, um, It's when you're not necessarily like overjoyed. Uh, however, you're not um, like upset or depressed or anything either. You know, you're just you're kind of just chilling. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's easy to, easy to reach, um, but it can you can definitely face some obstacles trying to be content in life. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you think, Yisro? Um I would say contentment is when like you're in that state of mind where it's like just right i feel like because a lot of people always say that they want to be happy or like they're trying to get to that happiness but like one thing that i like notice is happiness is like very temporary like us humans get happy over the smallest like over the smallest type gestures and we can get sad over the smallest thing like you know, maybe if you say hi to somebody in the hallway or something and they, you might not know that they didn't see you, but if they ignore you, then all of a sudden, like, we're kind of overthinking, oh, is she mad at me? Did I do something? Or, you know, so we can change from happiness to sad very fast. But I feel like with contentment, like, with contentment, it's more of like a longer type of thing. Like, it takes a long time to develop contentment. So when you finally have it, it's not like happiness. Like it can't just be taken away that fast. Okay. I think that's what I would say. Yeah, that's a good definition. I, I just kind of want to reflect off of what you just said, um, how mm-hmm. we kind of get happy off of the most smallest things. It's kind of amazes me in a way. It's like, um, like even when you're saying some, if, even when you're saying hi to someone or it could be something as simple as, giving a pencil or giving um lead or whatever it might be to somebody who needs it or maybe it could be just um putting or it could be anything like um just helping somebody out with like a question on it on some homework or anything like that just kind of sometimes makes a day of a person and that just kind of comes to show how um easily we could um you know help out people and kind of be there for people and it just kind of takes away from that um to answer the question how I would define contentment, the way I see contentment is the there's two, I've always seen it in two ways. It's like um, an Islamic way, just kind of doing what you need to do, whether it might be um, praying five times a day or it could be, um, you know, doing zikr or whatever it might be. I feel like getting contentment is more than just getting contentment in this world. It's like making or like building up contentment for the hereafter. That's how I see it. So for me to achieve contentment, it's something I strive for every single day in my life. For me to achieve contentment, it's more so just doing what I need to do as a human being or as a servant of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it might be reading five times a day or doing zikr. And then on top of that, doing everything I need to do in my day, like in terms of the dunya, which could be doing homework or studying extra or 
getting knowledge, gaining knowledge over something that I don't know about or I want to learn about, that's something that's I feel like if I achieve both those parts of contentment, I'll just get contentment as a whole. But the way I define it is having that mental, um, you know, feeling that you're doing something that's right in both worlds. You're doing something that's good for the dunya and you're doing something that's good for the for your deen. So that's how I see contentment. I don't know. For me, it's always been like um, throughout these past few years in high school, it's just been like um, contentment has just always been about, you know, being happy in the dunya, whether it might be having the latest iPhone or it could be, um, you know, doing well on a test or um, it could be, um, you know, anything like that. That's just kind of how I saw it. But Alhamdulillah, I've changed my perspective on this. It's just more so it's there's two worlds and there's always two worlds. It's like you have to do you have to balance both out. And just being happy in the dunya is not enough because you could be happy in this dunya and this dunya is temporary. temporary, And in the akhirah, you might not be happy because the moral, or the moral of the story is, is that you did everything you need to do in the dunya, but you didn't prepare for what's after the dunya. So that's just kind of how I see contentment. So um, that kind of leeways to the next segment I just kind of want to talk about was... Um, how do you think one person can achieve contentment throughout their life? Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I just want to start off by saying that I really like your uh, definition of contentment, Azan. Thank you. Um, and I think you, I think you did kind of answer the question on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, like you said, you know, you're reading namaz, you're doing zikr. Um, I think that's more contentment uh, for the afterlife as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for this dunya, you know, like you mentioned, doing your homework, doing uh, or studying more. But I want to kind of add to that. I feel like there should be more than, for us at least, you know, since we're young, there should be more than just studying and homework and school, you know. Uh, like I've, I have many friends who who don't know what to do you know they don't have like a passion or anything all they can do is just school work and prepare for college and whatnot and in my opinion that sucks i mean i feel like there should be something you know anything that people should be passionate about like uh for me for example i'm like passionate about cars you know Mm -hmm. um and so stuff like that it makes me happy you know whereas stuff like homework and schoolwork absolutely not um so i feel like if you're uh passionate about something working towards uh achieving a goal you may have about that thing like if you're uh like basketball or whatever um working towards a goal such as maybe making the team uh stuff like that should be uh valued and I think that's uh, stuff like that helps uh, reach contentment rather than possibly schoolwork and homework and whatnot. Okay. Oh, I like it. Yeah, just to like, I guess, piggyback off like what both of you guys said. Firstly, I thought when Omar brought up basketball, I thought he was going to say like, <laughs> I know most people, no offense, they'd be like, um, you know, you can make it to the NBA, but like literally like, point zero one percent make it to the nba but anyways um i was gonna talk about um how i feel like the first step to reaching contentment would be like like i kind of said before is like distinguishing what happiness is versus like contentment because i feel like um like some of the examples that azan mentioned like oh doing your work or you know getting a good grade on a test that's more of like happiness like that's more of a you know a short term mm-hmm. thing like if you mm-hmm. make a good grade on a test you're happy for that day but then pretend you don't make a good grade on the next quiz that you have your whole day is like ruined over some small thing that like you know that could change i, I mean yeah. obviously you don't want to keep getting bad grades but you know that one grade like you're you could study to you know work towards something bigger like how amar was talking about like we should have bigger goals and like bigger passions i guess Mm -hmm. so like that can also feed into like what contentment is because in the long run we're all trying to like 
even if we're not trying to be like rich, rich, you know, like filthy rich, we're all trying to reach a place where we could just be like, we could just breathe and just be like, yes, like I'm finally good with myself. Like my mental state is good. My financial state is okay. I'm good with my family, that kind of thing. Like us as people in general, like, you know, and then as Muslims, obviously, I think those two kind of intertwine like our religious aspect and our like worldly aspect so our dunya aspect they kind of intertwine because you know before we're anything else we're muslims for us obviously and then after that you know we're whatever we are we're people like you know that kind of thing so for that i think it kind of intertwines like you need to be okay with your religious state and then everything else inshallah like kind of falls into its place i guess like i don't know if you guys Mm kind of notice it but like every muslim can like kind of say like when you start off your day by praying or reading quran and you're like actually focused in that time the right like the like you're starting off your day well like your day most likely will go well and even if something does happen i'm not saying like nothing will happen but you'll be like okay this you'll you'll remember a lot more because they'll be like oh this morning i read quran or this morning i thought about this so maybe this is happening as a test from allah or that kind of yeah. thing you won't automatically be like so sad like oh my god my whole day's ruined or you know i can't do this and start thinking like negative things about yourself so yeah, I think those kind of those two intertwine. Our dunya and our deen always kind of connects with each other in some way or another. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Just kind of um, everything you said was very beautiful. Everything's true. Um, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has said it Himself. Um, if you do what you need to do in terms of worshiping Me, doing what you need to do in this dunya, I will hundred percent take care of your whole entire dunya. It's gonna be fine. And again, going back to what you were saying, just waking up for Fajr, starting off your day that early kind of sets everything up. Like I read Fajr at like 6.30, 6.15, and then I wake up, do read Fajr, do some Zikr, read Quran, and then I work out. I'm more productive in my day, just in general. Like it makes it so much more easier when you're doing what you need to do because every single day when you wake up, you're like, I mean, at least for me, it's been kind of hard for me. It's like I wake up every single day and I'm like, what am I going to do today? Like, I have mm-hmm. either either I'm just going to yeah. be laying down in my bed doing nothing, completely just doing like when I'm just on YouTube or TikTok or whatever it might be, or I could spend my day doing something meaningful, waking up during Fudger, read my or do my prayer, work out, make my bed, just doing some like productive things, you know, it just kind of falls into place when you do what you need to do and you go to sleep knowing that, oh, I, I spent my day right. And in Islam, it's always said to, or in just in general in life, it's like every single day you should treat it like it's your last. Like mm-hmm. you don't know when yeah. you're gonna go to sleep. You don't know. You know. You don't know. Only Allah Subhanahu wa Taala knows. You might die. You never know. And that's just something that I think us as, um, um, you know, um, high schoolers um, should kind of carry on right now, so we could kind of, um, you know, get used to it when we get older. But um, it's definitely a good. And so um, that's just something that I really liked about what you said um, in terms of how must one achieve it through their life. I feel like you're always in constant battle with yourself. You're always like, yeah. I, I need to do this. I need to do this. And it's human nature. Sometimes you won't do it. Sometimes um, you might fall off of what you want to do because the reality of the situation is, is that we say a lot of things, but we do other things. Like we might say, oh, I'm gonna read five times a day. I'm gonna I'm gonna memorize this part of the Quran. I'm gonna I'm gonna study for this test. I'm going to um, what you call it? I'm going to apply for this scholarship. I'm apply to this college. But then at the end of the day, you're just sitting on both. You're just sitting on your butt doing completely nothing, and that's just human nature. And I mean, that's just shape on in your head trying to make you unproductive, unproductive throughout your exactly. day. Exactly. So us us as muslims we're like alhamdulillah we're blessed being muslims we've been guided to the right path we've been given the right outlets it's just all upon whether or it's all upon us just taking advantage of the opportunity um my friend actually told me something he came to me or he told me something one day he was like bro i want to be a better person he was like Mm -hmm. i see myself right now and i feel like if i were to die tomorrow I will not have a pleasant, like only Allah knows, but I will not have a pleasant, um, 
you know, afterlife or whatever it might be, or akhirah, whatever it might be. And just having those realizations, it's something that we have to go through as human beings because um, throughout high school, like, look at the reality of the situation. Do you really ask yourself, I mean, I'm speaking for myself, do I really ask myself, what am I doing for my religion? What am I doing in my life? And then I ask myself, why am I so, like, down? Why am I not, why, don't, why do I never have energy? But the question is with it, or the question is already answered, but we just don't see it. Like, that's just how I've seen it. And the other thing mm-hmm. I try to highlight throughout my life or what I've learned throughout these past few years is just how important mental health is towards contentment. It's like, you could act like you're on top of the world and people are going to be like, oh, this guy is like, going crazy he's like doing so well like he's getting good grades he's like doing all this stuff he's doing good but then inside or maybe behind closed door that guy's going through really bad mental problems and i feel like at least in my culture it's not really like um you know highlighted or it's not really like shown or anything but it's good to be an advocate but i feel like in order for you to achieve contentment you must get your mental health right. You have to get yourself to the point where you're just kind of like in that mental space where you're like, I'm ready to improve. And you're just, you're just, you just have a positive mindset. I feel like that's how you start the first process, at least in my opinion. But um, to achieve that goal of being overall, just being contentment in general, you just kind of have to power through every single day. And just have that mentality that this day is going to be my last and I need to give it my full, like, you know, effort, you know. So that's just my opinion. If you guys want to add on to that. Um, I was just going to talk about how you were um, saying that oh, from the outside, like us humans look in and we're like, oh, my God, that person is doing so good. Or like, especially with social media these days. Like, we could see some, like, you know, famous person or model or something like that or actor. And we're like, oh, my God, like, I wish I could have their life and stuff like that. But then the thing that we don't know is so many of these people have, like, mental health issues, like how Azan is talking about. And some of them commit suicide, drug yeah. overdose, um, surgery, plastic surgery to change the way that they look because, again, they're not content with the way that they look, you know? So, like, yeah. once they get a surgery, they're, like, oh, they're happy, like like how we were saying. They're happy for, like, you know, a few months, a few days, but then they're, like, Ugh, but I don't really, I'm not content with my face. Like, they're still not content with their face. But yet on Instagram or on YouTube, they're, like, hey guys i'm so i'm doing so well (laughs) so it's just like and everybody in the comments is like oh my god i wish i could have her life or you know that kind of thing but like you know they're going through all these stuff that like azan said again it's not really talked about in a lot of like cultures like that like i know i'm so i'm african so like it's not really that talked about in african culture like mental health and that kind of thing so like a lot of parents kind of disregard it and like you know sometimes don't see it for what it is so mm-hmm. yeah I would really agree with that that's why I feel like we should kind of just focus on ourselves and like what yeah. we like to do obviously like obviously if it complies with Islam and that kind of thing like what we like to do and what again the whole point of this podcast like what makes us content you know what's gonna in the long run you could come in front of a one and say I did this, like, Amar said he likes cars, right? So, like, if he has starts helping people <laughs> with their cars or, like, fixing their cars, that can count as something that you like to do. And, like, a good deed for the Akhar because you could say, oh, I helped this person fix their car to get to the masjid or something like that, you know? So that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So we can always turn our kind of passion like that into something, like, you know, for the Akhar too. That's what I always said, that they both kind of, like, intertwine. So, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Amor, you want to add anything to that? Man, I don't know if there's much to add. <laughs> Both of you guys have very <laughs> good uh, very good um, arguments. Yeah. Yeah, so I think I'm going to I'm going to kind of shift the gears here. I feel like um there's a lot of people that I know just kind of going back to what I, we were saying about the whole mental health aspect and how that's like kind of like the starting point towards achieving um, contentment 
I feel like a lot of people, like we said before, were struggling with that type of thing, and they're behind closed doors, and it's sometimes it's hard mm-hmm. for them to kind of um, embrace that or like express it to other people, you know. So like a lot of people, like me personally, I know a lot of friends that have this type of problem, but they've hid it for so long that it's become a part of them. And I feel like us as Muslims, us as human beings, it's our duty to help out other people. Like, let's say that all, all three of us in this call have like amazing mental health stage. We're doing so well. We're alhamdulillah, we're going, we're having a beautiful life and we're set up for the akhirah, right? But then your other friend, your best friends out there over here, just struggling mentally. And he has no one to go to because to be quite honest with you, in today's day and age, it's hard to go to your parents and talk about your mental health. Yeah. And yeah. that's just the um, that's just the um, um, sick reality of it. But um, yeah, so I feel like it's very, very important to just kind of reach out to your friends and just, you know, send a text message. Be like, how are you doing? What's going on? How are you feeling? Because um, a lot of this stuff is just left behind in conversation. Like I could have a conversation with my friend about something completely different, but not one time we're going to talk about how they're feeling. And it's it's like it's like more of like an underrated topic to talk about because nobody really thinks about that, you know. And I feel like it's our duty as Muslims to kind of appeal to other people and help out people because not only just for them, but for the sake of Allah, obviously. So um, just I feel like my message to everyone is just kind of like. Um, message your friends and just kind of you know check up on them and see if they're doing well you know because um, you might be doing well but the um, reality of the situation is people are struggling with this type of stuff and like what Yusra said all of these um, influencers even on um, you know um, social media they might have all the money in the world but they might be going through something that leads to suicide or anything like that and like um, that's something that's really bad and you really want to prevent that in today's day and age. And the thing is, there's a lot of influence from other people. There's a lot of people that are very hatred towards other people, like even these yeah. influence and even towards us. There's a lot of people that are like talking smack about them. And obviously people, people have nothing better to do than that, especially in today's day and age. And it's our, it's our job to help out other people and, Inshallah, inshallah, hopefully everybody's well in your friend groups and whoever's listening yeah. to this, their friend groups. So um, that kind of um, leeways to our next... Hold on, hold on. Before, we, before we move to the next topic, I have a question for you. Okay. So say you reach out to your friend or whoever it may be, and you know, mm-hmm. you're constantly like checking up on them, I guess, and just trying to start a conversation with them about uh, how they're doing and whatnot. What do you do if that person doesn't really, like, open up to you, you know, just dry Mm -hmm. text messages and stuff? So how do you, do you, you, like, be persistent on asking them how they are or what? So I'm I'm no scholar or anything, but I'll (laughs) tell you from my, like, perspective and my Mm -hmm. personal experiences. Anybody who's listening to this, don't take this, like, completely to, you know. But anyways, the way I've dealt with that is, like, um, you could do whatever you need to do. And you'll get your reward for it. Like, like, do what you need to do. Don't push him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do and leave it at that. Because at the end of the day, you asked. And that's what it comes down to. You you have that um, minimal concern about the person. And you asked. And obviously, you cannot force anyone to open up to you. Right. That's not the right thing to do. So mm-hmm. you just saying that or you just leaving it off at that is enough, in my opinion. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah I think I agree with what Azan said like because I've, I've, I've actually run into that situation like you know a number of times where I'm like trying to reach out to somebody that I've you know like talked to and like trying to get closer to just to see how they are and stuff like that but they're kind of just like either not sending messages back or like maybe replying like four weeks later with like an okay or something like that so like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like in those type of situations, honestly, I just, I just kind of let the person that I'm like there for them. If they like ever need anything, like I'll just send like a quick text message, like, you know, if there's anything, you know, if there's anything that you ever need to talk about or anything like that, I'm here for you. But like, even if they're just like, 
you know, like Amar said, like they're just kind of dry texting back. And then like Azan said, you kind of already did your part. Don't yeah. like push it too much because then the person's going to think that you're like clingy or you're trying to be up in their business or something like that. So, yeah, that's what I will say. Yeah. But that's especially, a good question, though. Yeah. Especially nowadays, people are like, why are you texting me this much? Like, yeah. And stuff like that. So yeah. it's best to kind of like keep your space, but just do it like, like what you said, just doing your part and just kind of being there for the person. So like maybe, maybe, maybe they want to open up to you like one day they could open up to you because, or at least if they don't want to open up to you, they're going to have that, um, you know, empathy towards you. They're going to be like, oh, like they're going to feel good about themselves. They're gonna be like, oh, he cares about me or she cares exactly. about me. So that's always a good thing to ask and good thing to do. But again, not to be, don't be like very, very like, you know, tell me what's going on or, or else or something like that <laughs> but um just kind of leeway leewaying to the next topic so um a lot of people in this world it's, it's it happens a lot um there's a lot of adversity everywhere um whether it is um the personal problems or problems that are hidden behind closed doors um so my question to you guys or it's not really a question but like kind of like a reflection it's like how would you deal like just going through the process of adversity how would you reach contentment through that just kind of dealing dealing with adversity whatever it might be and just finding contentment how would you do that Amar do you want to start uh yeah so so what do you mean by that uh do you mean like finding contentment through like your problems your issues or yeah just finding contentment through adversity Sorry uh, for the bad wording. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. Um, I guess how I mentioned earlier, I think it's just you got to find something you love to do. You know, you got to find a passion or a hobby or something, you know, because the way I see it, you can't like not everything can make you happy. You know what I mean? Like my friend could ask me, hey, you want to like, play ps4 or whatever but you know i don't really i'm not like a fan of ps4 or whatnot so you got to find something that you enjoy to do on your own right and so what you know whatever problems or mental health issues you may be facing uh your passion can help you get out of that right no that's a good answer i like that i like that i i think that's like a a part of what you can do because, yeah, like, yeah there's obviously that, a lot more but yeah, i'm just saying that's what i think yeah that question is like so big and like, <laughs> <laughs> i don't think anybody has the real answer for that because as humans like and as muslims we go through problems and like ups and downs all the time like all the time like one day we're we're like totally fine and we're like good and then you know maybe a series of things happens where like you know, it might not be one particular thing, but I'm all sure, like, I'm pretty sure that we've all had that, like, one day where we're just like, bro, like, I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like texting anybody. I don't feel like talking to anybody. I just want to be, like, by myself with my thoughts. And, like, sometimes, like, depending, that could be good or bad, because sometimes we we need that, like, alone time where we're just, like, yeah. with our thoughts and, like, trying to come up with, like, a game plan for, like, you know, how... We're going to try to get better, you know, we're going to try to, you know, meet new people, that kind of thing that like kind of what Amar said too. also, like also doing something that you actually love, like not something that just like that's not something that just brings you happiness. Because like, like I said, before, Temporary so many happiness. things can. Right. Yeah. yeah, we want something that like you actually love to do. So yeah. for me, I like um volunteering like different mm-hmm. volunteering events like with the community or like not even with it like not even with like the muslim community only like other communities like houston food bank that kind of thing getting to know new people and just like interacting with people getting to know their experiences in life and stuff like that what they're going through i really like that so uh-huh. sometimes like if my mom's free on the weekend because i still have a permit kind of have to talk with my mom but yeah, so if like we're both free or something like that, we can just like, okay, let's go drive to this masjid. Um, they're doing this today. Or let's go to this um, event at Houston Food Bank or something like that. 
because that's what I can like do to bring up my mood and also earn like good deeds for doing it. So I don't know that that question is really big because mm-hmm. we like nobody has a solution to that because we all have problems and there's always days where it's like up and down. But I feel like another thing that can help us is kind of cheesy because I know like every mom says that, but like you know doing the kid, um, you know Allah already says in the Quran like the hearts that are really going to find peace are in the remembrance of Allah. Like the hearts are going to find peace in the remembrance of Allah. So remembering Allah in any way that you can, because it doesn't even have to just be wicked. It could be um, you pondering over Allah's signs, you know, going on a walk and like, just like looking outside, looking at the birds, looking at the trees, looking at the ants on the floor, like that kind of thing. Like, Wow, and Allah made me as <laughs> yeah. me. that kind of thing. Allah. That kind of thing surprises me all the time. Or listening to like Quran recitations, like of your favorite reciter, um, that kind of calms me down too. So, but there's no real answer for that question. It's like a struggle every day. Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, life is a, it's just filled with ups and downs. Yeah. Like what you guys said. Um, one day you might be feeling on top of the world. One day you might be feeling rock bottom. You know. And mm-hmm. that's just the reality of the world, you know, especially now. It's just there's there's a lot going on. Um, a lot of people see, look, there's again, there's a lot of people that hide what they're going through just by their smiles. Like there's a lot of instances where that that's happened. But I feel like um, whenever you are going to dive through diversity, I feel like um, it is important to establish a um, with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just being really close to him because um, the reality of the situation is is that um, throughout these times of diversity or throughout these times of hardships, it is best to be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or at least work towards it. If you're not, try to work towards it because um, Allah is most merciful. Um, just kind of, you know, be close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and just kind of hope for the best, do your du'as, do your whatever you need to do to um, get through the problem. Again, I'm not, I'm no... Um, scholar or anything i'm just saying from my point of view and what i see um it's said in the quran um we know that your heart is in pain because of what they say so allah swt has said in the quran that um you are going to go through diversity that's just a part of life or adversity adversity of- yeah. oh my god i just made the you said that mistake. twice i was like wait <laughs> okay i think I'm- okay adversity okay yeah I- why did i say diversity that's bad anyways so you are going to go through adversity throughout your life and um, it's just something that's going to be, it's going to have to be a part of you and something that um, you're going to have to go through. And it is true that um, Allah is, or, or basically the people that he most loves, those are those people or that he gives most adversity to, to see how they go through with it. And um, every single time, like just off of the Islamic, like off, off of the Islamic perspective, just, as a human being, whenever you go through something, you're, you feel like no one is with you. You feel like nothing's going on. You feel like nobody's around you. You, have, you feel like nobody cares about you. But the reality of the situation is that there is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then again, like what you said before, there are different things you could do. Like you could go outside, take a walk. You could, I, I think number one thing I've heard is just to go and just do wudu to wash off all the um, pain that's within you. And another thing is just kind of like, um, what you call it? Go look at the bright side of the situation. Like um, you're still living, your heart is still beating, you still have water, you still have food, but it's always about looking at the bright side of the situation. At least to me, um, me personally, I've gone through a lot of adversity throughout my life. Um, whether it might be just different things throughout my life, but I've always tried my best to look at the bright side of things and just kind of reflect upon what I have versus what's going on and just kind of, you know, putting trust on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that everything's going to be fine. Um, I'll give you guys like a prime example. Um, last week, um, the whole snowstorm and everything kind of happened and um, we lost, I think we lost power at 2 a.m. that night, Monday night, something like that. We lost it then, and I was like, oh, it's fine. It's going to come back, like, in a couple of hours. We'll be fine. No biggie. And um, I was like, okay, that's fine. And then I woke up the next day. It's, like, 10, 11 a.m. 
and we still don't have power. It's freezing cold in my house. And I'm like, oh my God, like, are we really going to have to live through this freezing cold in my house? And it's like freaking, freaking 18 degrees outside. And in my house, it feels like it's like that temperature. And I'm like, wow, I'm very, very like, I, I wasn't feeling myself anymore. And I was like, oh, before I was like, I'm going to enjoy the snow and everything. I'm going <laughs> to have fun and everything. Yeah. Like as, as, um, as, as weird as that or not as cliche as that sounds it's like i'm getting hyped for it but then this happens and i'm like oh damn it and then i don't realize that alhamdulillah i have a roof under or i have a roof above my head and i have all the food and water i need but i didn't also realize that there's so many other people that are going through this type of problem but even worse there's a lot of people that had their pipes bursted and it's just like i don't know if you guys saw those videos it's like people's houses are just like water coming out of the yeah. and it's just like really really bad and there's a lot of people that don't even have their water and food because they didn't pack or they, they they're under the water boiled or water boil notice i don't know what it yeah. is like yeah. their water is inf- infected with a bunch of stuff and stuff like that so they can't even drink clean water and i'm like out here freaking stressing about me not having electricity and not living under heater or whatever it might be and i'm over here just doing that and then alhamdulillah alhamdulillah like my uncle he lives over there and stuff like that he had everything we went to his house and i was fine for a week and um alhamdulillah man but it's just like when we go through adversity we're just so blinded by or me personally i was so blinded by like what's around me like the bright side of things and it took another person or it took um like one of my friends to kind of be like yo like look at the bright side of the situation like you're you're fine you have water you have another house to go to like it's like we're so like blinded by what's going on around us we just don't think about that type of stuff and i feel like that's something i do work on is just trying to um you know fix myself and trying to build myself up so i have so i could be mentally strong in those types of situations and just kind of um leaning towards the greater good of the situation or or it could be just leading towards allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to that type of stuff and that's why our deen and our iman and everything comes into play. And that's why we should start building that and reach that contentment we want to reach. So whenever we face those type of situations, we'll be best equipped to face it. That's exactly. my opinion. Yeah, I really agree with what you were talking about, like how sometimes we can become like blinded with the situation at hand that we don't really think about anything else, like what else, like, what other people are going through that could be worse like even not in houston like you know in syria in you know so many places like that are just going through so much worse that you know that like muslims are in even some places that are not muslims china for example like what's going on over there and we kind of just forget all of those things because you know we're like oh my god like i don't have power or like you know so and so happened today or that kind of thing or like my week has been bad even though your week probably wasn't even that bad like you might have got like one bad grade on a test or you know not got as high as what you expected but you like as i was saying before but we still have hands like you still have a brain, you still have yeah. a heart, you still have legs to walk. So that kind of thing. So I really agreed with that point. Yeah, um, that's it's it's crazy how that happens and it just kinda comes to show of our selfish nature sometimes we have. We kind of lean towards ourselves and not really think about what other people are going through and that's just a part of life and that's something we have to learn how to deal with. But alhamdulillah, like, like alhamdulillah, we're really young right now. We still have to learn. We still have a lot of things to um, you know, go through in life. And um, that's hopefully that, inshallah, hopefully equips us for the future and whatever we might deal through. May Allah help us. But um, what do you got, What do you think, Amar? What do you think of this whole thing? And first first off, Azan, I just got to say, I have a lot of respect for you for, um, for you know, being happy or not necessarily happy, but, you know, being thankful that you still have uh the roof over your head and everything because i know it's not i mean for me Thank yeah you, for me i had alhamdulillah almost everything you know the first couple of days it was just my wi-fi that was going in and out but everything else i had and i'm like i'm so thankful i can't imagine how stuff would be like for other people who uh their power went out and everything 
And yeah. so that's, it's insane how you were able to, you know, remain calm and remain thankful through all that. I wasn't calm or thankful. Oh. It took me a while. <laughs> I'm just being real with you. I'm being real with you, bro. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is definitely a work in progress, though. Yeah, I guess that's what we can all say, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, there's not. I mean, we we aren't perfect human beings. We can't obviously just completely transform our brains whenever that happens or anything like that. But obviously, we need to try, and I think it's the effort that matters. Um, just kind of investing time in yourself and just trying to improve yourself. So whenever you face those type of situations, whenever you're um, um, going through adversity or anything like that, just having that strong head or having that type of leadership, like other, like maybe you go through adversity with people around you or your family, you could be that one leader that kind of helps out your family and be that speaker or that person in the room where it's like, let's get to, let's get our stuff together. And we need to power through this because I've like adversity is only temporary. Like, You'll have it for a couple of days, but then the next day you'll be fine. You'll not have adversity forever. Like hopefully Allah helps us with that. But it's something that we have to learn how to deal with and we have to learn how to combat. And especially since we're young, like I said, we need to kind of train our brains and kind of because we're learning. That's the thing. Yeah. And um Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, we cannot say Alhamdulillah enough to the fact that we are in such a um, beautiful dean or a beautiful religion where we are taught these types of principles and we are taught ways how to deal with problems like this so um yeah um so i i just wanted to ask you guys one last thing why is it important to stay happy especially in today's day and age i can go ahead and start off with that oh my gosh don't even get me started (laughs) i mean i feel like nowadays everything is so controversial and people are bashing on each other for whatever their opinion is, you know, like it can go from, I don't know who you voted for or to your sexuality and all that stuff. And I feel like, you know, if you're kind of doing your own thing, if you don't necessarily participate in all that hate or giving the other side so much hate, you know, I feel like that's a great way to reach contentment. Cause I mean, the way I do it, I just, whatever, if someone has a different opinion than me, just respect that you know don't necessarily have to be like oh you're wrong for thinking that you know your your opinion is wrong you're doing this wrong blah blah blah. just i i have my own life they have their own life you know just if if they can teach you something from their different point of view then great if not then leave them alone you know don't hate on them for it yeah Uh um so first off azan we need to correct that question it's not happy, it's contentment. contentment. Exactly. Yeah, so based off that question, um, it's like a, um, Amar said, my bad. Uh, like Amar said, it's like such a big, big like area to dive into. But to keep it short, I would say because like there's so, like uh, Amar was saying too, there's so much going on in the world. Like, there's so much and there's so much that can like mess up that can mess up your mental state and like you as a person you cannot like try to please everybody like I feel like that's one thing that Mm -hmm. that ends up happening to a lot of us is like sometimes we end up trying to like okay I need to please my mom I need to please my teacher I need to please my friend I need to please this person but like they all have different views on different things and like they all are different people so when we're like constantly trying to please people or when we're constantly trying to like you know follow exactly what this person says or that kind of thing or fight with other people for like small arguments or their point of view on something it doesn't what is that gonna get like what is that gonna get you like you know it's not gonna get you any like benefit for yourself and like please don't misunderstand i don't mean like don't listen to your mom or teacher or something i'm (laughs) no i don't mean that i just mean like we're constantly getting like pulled by different people you know that kind of thing so it can kind of like stress us out so that's why you need to like have yourself Honestly, it's like a constant battle, but like you need to try to be the best of yourself so you can bring yourself to that situation. And like, you know, and people know you for being 
oh that person's like this that person's like this not Ugh, like, I don't know it's so it's it's just like a big big kind of thing you need to be your own self you need to have like Amara was saying before like a passion that you can always like fall back on and I feel like if you don't have contentment you can like kind of lose yourself and like this kind mm-hmm. of rat race as they call it you can kind of lose yourself and you know you at the end of the day you won't be happy like how we were talking about before I mean content you'll be content like how we're talking about like the celebrities and stuff like you know they have like what people kind of aspire these days quote-unquote aspire to do these days like money they have you know they get invited to parties they get the luxury clothes that kind of thing and we're all like oh yeah that's what I wanted that's what I want to kind of do but you know they're never they're not content with themselves and I feel like that's what Islam brings to the table is you like Islam gives the guidelines for you because even though you can still do what you want to do as long as it's you know there's so many stuff that you can do with your life as long as it goes by what Islam teaches us and stuff like that so I feel like that's what Islam brings to the table it brings the guidelines for contentment and like you know that path for contentment and that kind of thing so that's what I would kind of say on that topic yeah, I completely agree with what you said. And just going back to what both of y'all said, it's just like, um, especially in this world, in today's day and age, it's just like everything's going on. And especially especially this past year, yeah. with the whole pandemic and um, the whole presidential election yeah. and everything's just, everything's happening, bro. Like, it's like in the past, like from 2020, since the pandemic has started, or even since 2020 has started, it's just been a hectic, um, you know, past few months and stuff like that. So um, it's like, like, like what Yusra said, um, just don't try to please others and just be the best version of yourself. So whenever, whenever, whenever things like this happen in the world, you know, the greater good or, you know, the bigger picture behind the, um, you know, what's going on, because the reality of the situation is people like, for example, people saw COVID, they were like, damn, we have to wear masks, we got to stay in quarantine and stuff like that. But for the people that were in the best state of mind, and alhamdulillah, for those people that had that, um, you know, mental capacity to take it in, um, they were like, okay, let's take this one step at a time. Let's, um, let's follow the guidelines and let's go through with it. And uh, inshallah, we'll go, inshallah, we'll pass by. And it's like, it's easier said than done because, mm-hmm. um, me personally, whenever we saw the pandemic or whenever we saw stuff, everybody started panicking. They're like, oh, no more school. Oh, oh, no more meeting my friends. No more um, going outside of my house. Like people start freaking out because that's human nature. You can't stop that. And it's like being the best version of yourself and equipping yourself for things like this to happen. Because the reality of the situation is, is that maybe a couple because it's you know, it's come, It's getting near that last hour. It's getting near, near that last day um, on Earth. It's like things are going to get worse. Like, it's not going to get any better mm-hmm. than this. And may Allah help us through these times. But, I mean, we need to best equip ourselves. We need to be the best versions of ourselves. We need to work on ourselves. We need to spend each day the right way. It's like certain things we need to do for us to be um, content throughout these times. And... Um, it's crazy enough to say it, but it's like you have to you got you have to focus on yourself, not on like a selfish way, but like on a way where you're like I'm focusing on myself, but also I'm trying to help other people around me. I feel like that's kind of get that's gonna kind of get confused in this, but just not completely shutting yourself down, but like it's like help, like for example, like I try my best to bring out my friends and stuff like that to all of these like uh, Islamic, um, you know, lectures, or I try to put them on different things and stuff like that. It's like improving yourself, but also helping your circle Mm -hmm. or helping your family members or helping. You can't even, it doesn't even have to be your friends in general. It could be anybody. It could be anybody in the masjid. It could be anybody that, you know, that's, you know, it doesn't even have to be Muslim. So I feel like that's, my message to y'all like i i don't i don't know i don't know how to say it but that's just how i view it if you guys have any thoughts on that yeah i mean we talked about a lot i think that's pretty much it to be honest like 
this topic is like so big you can't even cover it all in like one hour or one sit down but i think that you like we kind of left like a good thing that we can all go by is like focus on yourself and that includes like so many other things like how we talked about finding your passion religion mental health like all those things impact to you as how you will be in this life and in the hereafter so why not try to be the best version of that so that's pretty much all i can say amar do you have anything to add um well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure Yisra right now just covered everything we talked about uh, during our session. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a very broad topic, but I feel like every person has to find their own way of finding contentment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Everybody has their own, own path, path towards yeah. where they and yeah, that's that's something you have to figure out yourself. That's not something anybody could help you out with. But just trying to do be what you want to be or be who you want to be, it's all up to you. And I feel like in this podcast, we talked a lot. We gave a lot of good messages. Thank you guys for everything you guys said. We said a lot of things. And hopefully, hopefully for you guys who are listening, um, you guys take something away from this. And um, um I think that's all I have for y'all. Um, do you guys have any any last thoughts or anything you guys want to say at the end? Any no, but I hope you guys like really liked our podcast and like please give us any feedback. If we said anything wrong, it's from our nafs and shaitan. Yeah. And if we said anything like right that you benefited from, it's from Allah and what He bestowed on His Rasul. So I said, yeah, I mean what she said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, talking about contentment and everything. Hopefully, you guys took something away from it. Um, if you guys have any concerns or questions or comments, you can hit up our president, Mr. <laughs> Bossel, or you can hit one of us up. Um, obviously, um, you guys can follow us on Instagram. At like Travis that, but, um, <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's that's what it is. And um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed. And I'm going. We're gonna sign off. Okay. Thank you, guys. Peace. Bye.